I'm very sad. Hey everybody, welcome back to Reading with Celebrities. I'm Lindsay. I'm Tiffany. And today is a check-in. Today is a check-in, but I was going to have an announcement first. Oh. Yeah. Oh. No, um, I'm so glad. We're recording on Monday. Um, for Martin Luther King. Yeah. MLK okay. Day. Um, which means that we're recording after the Cowboys game yesterday. Oh. <laughs> and I just want to see how Jay's doing, because I think he was running his mouth a little bit, talking about the Cowboys were good. And Ooh, that game is a touchy subject. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. It was not a good game. Not a good it's game. Not a good game. If anybody is not aware, the Cowboys were eliminated yesterday as the number two seed. They lost to the seventh seed, the Packers, in Dallas. Just, just to throw it out there. But your Detroit Lions won. They did, and I got way too invested in the game, so I stayed up to watch it. Uh-huh. And of course, I was like, "Oh." one point it's one point and then i like looked down to play level of candy crush and looked up and i was like oh it's over lines won yeah uh also the texans won on saturday so i think it was good for us from detroit down to houston that's all i'm saying Detroit down to Houston. <laughs> just wanted to see how he was doing i sort of feel like i'm living in a weird like alternate timeline because for as long as i've known the lions they've been terrible Oh, yeah. And for lo- as long as I've been aware of the Texans, they've been terrible. Yeah, they don't they don't go to the playoffs very often. Yeah, it's it's nice to have like um, a winning team right now in Houston. Eminem yeah. posted a, a thing. <laughs> Did you see it? Where he's like begging Matthew Stafford to let he's them like, win. <laughs> he's like Stafford. He's like I rapped for you. I rapped for you in your Super Bowl. You let us win. <laughs> Yeah, it was that was good. I was definitely going for the Lions uh, last night, so I was really happy. But hey, I'll, the, uh, and, uh, I'll root and, for them from now on. Yeah, and my brother's Chiefs. a Ravens fan. Oh, well, depending on how today's game goes, so there's a three o'clock game that's the Bills and the Steelers, and they're in Buffalo. I don't know if anybody's seen Buffalo right now, but it's covered in Nobody, snow. Nobody, you're in Buffalo, you don't see Buffalo. That's yeah. how much snow there is. Yeah, like they're paying fans twenty dollars an hour to shovel out the stadium right now and that game is supposed to be playing at 3 30 today so depending on how that game goes depends on who the texans play if the bills win then the texans will play the ravens if the steelers win then the texans will play the chiefs so either way we're going to be going to a a cold place yeah so i'm kind of scared but yeah that is our like little football update because we're in the playoffs. So and I just had to give Jay a little bit of a hard time because I'm sure he's not good right now. I I so like I am not like a football person. Yeah. I watch the games. I enjoy them, but like yeah. you know, you're there for the I food and the drinks. And was you know. like even I was like I I don't understand. I was like Jay, why are they playing so bad? <laughs> and and to even put it in more just perspective, like they had 16 straight home wins like they hadn't lost a game at home in 16 games that's two years that they'd like Mm -hmm. like they were the number two seed like they should have easily beat the Packers and the Packers like destroyed them like embarrassingly like destroyed them well what's weird too is that like it was almost like the last Five to ten minutes of the fourth quarter, they, they started were... playing like oh, yeah. how they normally play, mm-hmm. and so it was just like, "Whoa!" Like I like you expect that coming into the second half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they should have been playing like you, that. You know, you rally during the half, like you're in the locker room. Yeah, I think too. Like at one point, the Packers had put in their second string players, and then when the Cowboys like started like potentially making a comeback, they had to put in their, like, starters again. Like, Jordan Love came back in. Like, their running back came back in. Because they were like, wait a minute, this game's not quite over. Um, but, yeah. But it's, it shouldn't have come down to the last five minutes like that for the Cowboys. No. Like, the Cowboys, that, there was no excuse for the way they played yesterday. But, no. as a non-Cowboys fan, extremely happy right now. Because, <laughs> um, you know, every every year we hear that this is their year, so. It really could have been their year this year, though. <laughs> it, like, it legitimately no, could have it, been their year. It scared me because I truly was like, 
this out of all the years this would have been the year especially like after the rangers won like dallas is on some high right now stars are good yeah like i was just like this would be my luck that the rangers won the world series and the cowboys would win the super bowl like i was like that would be my luck and this was the one year that i was like a tiny bit scared that i was like that could happen (laughs) that could uh, happen a little bit but it didn't so but yeah yeah all right. Well, welcome back to ESPN. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. All right. So this is a check-in. Was last week our episode on the days of Afrikiti? Sure. I, I feel like that was just yes. last week. <laughs> um, I was finally playing catch-up on our episodes. Like, I hadn't listened to any for this season. And I think I listened to, like, three or four in a row. And there was one episode where we were, we were talking about, like, that hike that we did in Japan. The leisurely one or the one that killed us? The one that, like, killed us to go see the sunrise. Oh, yeah. But the whole time, I kept saying to go see the sunset. To go see the sunset. To go see the sunset. And I was like, Tiffany, <laughs> sunrise. Sunrise. Again, and that's one of those things where it's like, I didn't catch that. I was no, just like, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're like, yeah, all right. yeah. Like, yeah, all in agreement. We going. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like listening to it, and I was like, why do I keep saying sunset? Sunrise, guys. This was a very early morning hike. <laughs> yeah, I want to say we got up at like... Like four or five. It was earlier than five. I think it was like 4.30. I was going to say, it was like, I remember it being like completely dark. It was cold. Yep. Cold and, like, rainy. Like, I just remember it being so muddy, like, on the hike. But, yeah, so I just wanted to shout that out and, I guess, correct it. Because that was, that was a sunrise that we saw. Well, y'all saw. I didn't see. The only fortunate thing I will say is that it was very cloudy that day, so it wasn't, like, also the best sunrise. Yeah, they said that's the reason not to go up to the like hike up to the mountainside mm-hmm. um because you weren't going to be able to see yeah so i guess in ideal co- conditions you go up to the other side and then it looks like like the castle is floating on some clouds when the sun comes up mm. but it was going to be too cloudy yeah but yeah so i just wanted to correct that fun yeah um so I don't know if I was, I talked about it, but I was reading The Housemaid's Secret, which is the sequel to The Housemaid. Mm-hmm. And I was reading it because it was on Kindle Unlimited. And my Kindle Unlimited expired. It expired on the 11th. And I didn't finish the book. So it, Kindle said, we'll take it away. Bye. Bye. And so I was like, oh, I'll just put it on hold at the library. My library doesn't have an e-copy of the book. Ooh. They only have physical copies, and I'm 43 in line. Ooh. I'm going to forget the book by the time this book is mine. Like, I am. So I had to stop reading, and I was almost halfway. And I could have finished it, but I just remember there was nights that I was so tired that I did not want to read when I got home. And so I kind of just kept putting it off, thinking like, oh, you have time. And then all of a sudden it was January 11th, and I was like... Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, like, you didn't finish. So, it took it away from me. Oh, that's lame. Yeah, so, I had to... That book's gonna be on hold for quite a bit, because when it's a physical copy, they have to hold the book for so long before the person, like... um, Yeah, you get, like, a week to pick it up. Yeah, and, so, and then it's out for two weeks, and that's if the person returns it on time. Exactly. And so it's not like a Kindle where you can just say, like, punt it for right now. Like, let me, mm-hmm. like, get rid of this. So that's that's what scares me is, like, it's going to take a lot longer to get this book than getting it on the ebook. Um, I think there's, like, five copies available. So hopefully, like, people that have it on hold, maybe they'll, like cancel the hold when they realize that it's available and not want it maybe so we'll see how that goes but i'm just scared by the time i get it i'm not gonna remember what i what i was reading so yeah 
I've been there. <laughs> yeah. But it's just weird like that they Like with a... Yeah. With... Like, I felt like I read Game of Thrones. Was it Storm of Swords? Yeah. Whatever. The first three so quickly. And then I... Like, I need to go back and read the Wikipedia summaries on all of them. <laughs> yeah. I did that. I think it was for the first one. Like, you read... You did the audio book. Yeah, I did the audio of the first and the second, I think. The... I also did, like, a YouTube... Like, somebody did, like, a nice, like, recap of the book. And I was like, oh, I like somebody explaining it like that. So maybe that that's a, might be a good way to, like... Yeah. A recap. But I don't think I've got. Oh! There's some wrong thing. Um. I have it for F. Feast for Crows is my F book for oh, this I, year. I love that. So I'm, I've got some time. I'm still on all the light we cannot see. And that's the fourth book, right? A Feast yeah. Crows. Is that the yes. red one? Yes. Yeah, I think the green one's the one that you got ruined. Yeah, that was the one that got destroyed in Costa Rica. <laughs> Still my favorite, because that book is already so thick. That it's just, like, wrinkly and thick now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know, I need to get back into it, but I, I keep, like, I'm like, he's not getting back into it, so why should I rush to get back into it? Yeah, right? <laughs> like, he's just chilling, so... Why do I care? I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think it's gonna be. I think he's gonna die. I know before it's finished. That's unfortunate. And I know he's got people that are trust trusted to finish it. I know, but only certain people are good at that. But I think at this point, it's like they should just start writing. At least at this point, like if you if he's already had so many things like done, like they should just be like, okay, where's the ending of this one, and like we'll just take over. Because, like, people, it's ten plus years since the last one came out. But. Which is wild to me. Because I remember that coming out. Oh, really? I have no idea what it was. Like, I, I remember when the show came out. And I was like, what is this? Like, why are people obsessed with this? Like, it just did not appeal to me at all. And then I was talking to somebody, and they were like, no, the books are actually really good. And I was like... They are. I was like, really? And so they had the four-pack, like a box set, and I bought those and then bought the fifth one separately, but it was all the same size. And I was like, I guess I'll give it a try. But then, like, you see his books, and I'm like, these are very intimidating and, like, very daunting. So They are very, like, they're so easy to get caught up in the world of the oh it's such good world building i think yeah i think he does a really good job of it mm-hmm. i like that for your f feast of yeah. crows because then you're also knocking last year's goal of like getting your big books off yeah so my my b book is large um let me see what else i've got at least two more very large books nice but those are towards the end that mm. is like well I, well I got let's see one two it's like four in a row that are huge so, <laughs> you know so the end of the year will be interesting but it'll be so satisfying it will be it'll be so satisfying so how are you but, liking the all of the light we can oh, see? Oh, okay. So I am about 25% of the way through. Okay. And it's really good so far. Really? Like, it's... it's. We'll have to see how the rest of it goes, but uh-huh. the first chunk of it has really lived up to the reputation of being a really good book. Okay. And I think good. you would like it because the chapters are short. Oh. Yes. It's my because love. it's... It's, it's kind of bouncing back and forth, like in like the the World War Two space mm-hmm. of Europe. Um, so you got like little chunks of time, and it bounces back back and forth between the two main characters. So it's like them growing up. Well, you know, he's in Germany, she's in Paris, and then kind of slowly progresses to how they end up in the same, <coughs> you know, spot. But also two of my favorite things. Dual POVs, 
dual timelines. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I love that so much, Ooh. but those are literally two of my favorite things in a book. Oh, well then, maybe we will pivot. Because I had, I found a list where it was uh-oh, uh-oh. six opening lines that'll hook you. Oh, oh, and it's not, it, it's different. So they did, they got rid of like, you know, Call Me Ishmael's Moby Dick and Pride and Prejudice. Like, you know, they got rid of some of the more yeah. well-known ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we can still go through that because it's six. But Simone St. James has a new book coming out. Okay. Um, and I think they do, do she does dual POVs. All of the one, the both that I have read, and then I know the other one that I have not read. Um, oh my gosh. My, has your Goodreads app been terrible lately? Maybe oh I just my, need a new phone. No, no, no. Where half the time it doesn't open? Yes. 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 No, no, no. That's Goodreads. Because then I'll go to Twitter and just type in Goodreads and somebody, like, everybody's tweeting, like, Goodreads, your app's not working again. Goodreads, your app's not working again. Goodreads, fix your crap. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no. It's a, it's a, it's a normal thing. Like, there was a whole day. I think it was, like, the day before the new year, like, the 31st, and it wasn't working. And I was like, how am I supposed to update that I finished this book? And you count it for this year. Like, yeah. I was freaking out. Like, I was freaking out. I was like, this is supposed to be part of my 40 goal, my 40 for the year. Like, you have to start working. Okay. Found it. Okay. It's called, it comes out March 5th of this year. Okay. It's called Murder Road. Ooh, okay. And it's set in July 1995. Um, this couple is looking for the small resort town where they're going to take their honeymoon. Um, they stop to help this hitchhiker. And she gets in, she's, like, covered in blood, (laughs) and then there's a truck coming after them. Um, So then they're trying to, like, they become involved in these unexplained, unsolved murders that have been happening along that stretch. It says, they soon learn that there is something supernatural at work. So... Much like her, all at least both the books that I yeah, I think she's. I think I think all of her books are very supernatural. Yeah. So, but I saw that and I was like, Tiffany. Uh, I love the cover of that book because it it seems very like a '90s paperback book that you would see. It's just like the um, God, what was the the one from that like Hard Candy or something like that. Oh, tastes like candy. Yeah, the very eighties looking cover. Yes, yes. Or like, um, my best friend's exorcism. It's like the old VHS. Yes. Yeah. Covers are fun. So you you read the Broken Girls in the Book of Cold Cases, right? Yes. She has quite a few books. I did not realize her. Like set. Those are her, like, the Book of Cold Cases, the Sundown Motel, and the Broken Girls are her three most popular, for sure. They all have, like, over 100,000 ratings. Mm-hmm. So it's, I think these other ones are just ones that, like, are less well-known. But, okay. Put it on the list. On the list. It already has 4.23 ratings, so people that have, like, art copies... I know we say this like every other episode, right. but I want to figure that out. We need to figure it out. We have to figure it out. Also, because I already broke my whole, like, I'm not putting any books on hold this year oh. until <laughs> I have... Yeah, um, right. But I put on... <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I put on Paris Hilton's memoir. <laughs> Ooh. You know, I bet that's good. Um, so I'm second in line, uh, and then I put Britney Spears's one, but I am 154th in oh. line for that one. Can I just say though, with like Paris Hilton, Lindsay Lohan, um, Nicole Richie, like to see them like be so success- successful right now when they were like the like 2000 party girls, like you just didn't know where their lives were gonna like go and like to see Lindsay Lohan like she's been at I think she was at the premiere of the new Mean Girls she just mm-hmm. looks so happy and healthy and just like 
she's now living her best life. Same thing with Paris Hilton. Like, living, literally living her best life. And then Nicole Richie's been doing it for a while because, but I just, those three in particular, like, being in the tabloids when they were younger, like, always partying, just the worst storylines coming out with them and just having to grow up in that and then come out of it on top. I just, I think it is amazing what they are doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. Um, what was I going to say? I forgot. But yeah, I put those two on old because I was just like, eh. Are you doing audiobooks for them or actual copies? Physical. Well, okay. ebook. Yeah. Because that's where they were on. I've got plenty of audiobooks that I need to finish. Yeah, and, like, I couldn't find um, the answers. Catherine Lacey, our newest. <gasps> oh, yeah. Beltris one. I couldn't. We didn't have a hard copy. They didn't have an audiobook version. Um, and it was going to be like expensive to buy a copy. And so I was just like, ah, just, I got a credit. So I'll just do an audiobook version of it. Yeah. Which just kind of bummed me out. But How yeah. many hours? Not many. Okay. But, uh, oh, what's happening? Maybe, when do we want to do the discussion on that? Like February 6th? Sure. Okay. Because that gives us three three weeks to finish it. I don't know why the math was so hard for me to count weeks. Like, I was like, one, two, three, four. Yeah. Three, yeah. Three, <laughs> Jesus Christ. 17. Yeah. <laughs> no, I seriously was doing math, and it was really hard. It gives us three weeks to... Okay, I can go ahead. I guess I can put it on hold they have they have physical copies oh also do you know that remember that um that copy of it that my mom has that i had posted to our instagram yeah somebody commented and was like i'm pretty sure this is a first edition Ooh. so then i went down like a rabbit hole and was like looking up like it first edition like and they're like this is what you'd see this is the price that it would be Straight up first edition of it that my mom has. Dang. Like, I was like, that's crazy, mom. Is that a hard cover or a soft cover? Hard cover. Hard. And that's the dust jacket? Mm Mm-hmm. Is it underneath? Is it all black with, like, just, like, the red metallic? Uh, I don't know. I'll have to see. Because this looks like, like, this looks like my dad's, too. Like, this very well. Like, my dad might have the first edition. Yeah. And the reason, one of the clues that they said was the price um, was like twenty two ninety five at that time, and I looked, and that was the price, and I was like, I'm pretty sure you have a first edition one, which makes sense. Like if she was a fan of Stephen King, she would have bought this book when it came out. When it came out, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, when somebody like commented, it's like looks like a first edition. And I was like, what? what? And so I did some like little research. I think right now they're saying it's, it runs to, like, 50 to $100 for it. Dang. I was like, that's... So then I, like, it got me thinking, like, I wonder what other books my mom has that... Of Stephen King's that are, like, older. So. But, yeah, I just thought that that was... I thought that was cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Well... Get back to this list. Oh yeah, sorry about that. Because no, you're fine. It's, <laughs> whatever. So it's the six books that you'll that'll hook you from line one by Sarah Walsh. It's on offtheshelf.com. Okay. Um. So there's two books on here that you should be able to guess based on the first line. Uh, okay. Okay. I'm, I'm really bad at this, so okay. No, this is what I think you'll get because it's we've talked about this. Uh, late one evening, toward the end of March, a teenager picked up a double-barreled shotgun, walked into the forest, put the gun to someone else's forehead, and pulled the trigger. <laughs> Bear Town! Yes. I mean, I remember you sending me that line. I sent you that page. When you read just, it. It's just the page. Because I got you that for Christmas one year, and you were like, oh, what? And I was like, yeah. yeah. How do you not continue reading? 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, this one, I'm pretty sure I'd be able to get this one. The title okay. is in the <laughs> in okay. the sentence. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, still not get it. The Becca will know this. Uh, the man in black fled across the desert, and the gunsing- gunslinger followed. <laughs> I'm gonna say the gunslinger. Wink. <laughs> yeah. The man in black is is that is that what it's called? Man in black. What desert? Are, desert. What is what is that? Is it Dune? What is that one? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Oh. Okay. All right. I'm two for two, guys. I, I remember. I. Um also want to read that series maybe that'll be my next year goal reading that whole series have you read um, how many of you of them have you I've read only read the gunslinger okay my mom i think has the gunslinger it's not very long it's not and i read it okay i don't know oh my gosh 11 years ago i think but um i would like to just get the whole series because i don't have to worry about I trying to like because i think i've got like book two physical copy book one and three digital like it's you're all over the place yeah yeah so um (laughs) 17 (laughs) dollars but um yeah that one i remember reading that first line and i remember reading somewhere stephen king gave an interview where he said he wrote he wrote that sentence somewhere like in his co- in a college class and he said I knew I wanted to do something with that but it just took me like two decades to sit down and actually write something for it it is it's it's crazy to me like hearing his stories of how he wrote books mm-hmm. like how he doesn't Minus remember the cocaine yeah because he doesn't remember <laughs> writing Cujo no like he just it's it's crazy to me to have like a mind like that or like he said he started writing 112263 like back in the 70s. Like he knew what he wanted to write, but it didn't come out until years and years <laughs> later. Like crazy to me like how he has these like concepts but he doesn't know like what to do with them, I guess. That's so funny. But Becca had mentioned she's like Cause she's reading the series, but she's like, she's reading the like extended universe of it all too. Okay, yeah, because she started with the stand. Mm-hmm. So are you supposed to read the stand first before the first book? Okay, so I went down a Reddit rabbit hole this yes, one time. Yes, that's what I because she texted she texted me about it because so many of his other books kind of play into it, but you don't necessarily need to read them to okay. understand. And some it's like you really should read this because like I did that with Holly, and there was a bunch of people saying like you really should read. Mr. Mer- like the whole Mr. Mercedes mm-hmm. and then um, the outsider before you get to Holly. Oh. And so I was like, dang it. Um, but then yeah. other people were like, you can technically read it on your own yeah. like, as a standalone and then just kind of like pick up things here and there, which is fine because Mr. Mercedes and the outsider have been on my list for forever too, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but like the stand very prominently features... Like, there's some things that very prominently feature that that world and those references that it's, like, you should probably be familiar with it enough. Yeah. That's just crazy, because, like, the stand is so massive. Mm-hmm. So, to, like, get into that before. I sent you a, a box set on Amazon. It's probably the one that I've been looking at. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy because the box set paperback is cheaper than the Kindle. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Not that it's like super cheap, but for eight books, I mean, eighty six ninety nine. Four thousand seven hundred twenty pages. You got this. But that's like if you're, you know, if that's all you're doing. It's about 11 bucks a book. Yeah, not bad. But if you already have some physical copies, it kind of makes it like, but that's a nice addition, like a nice box set. And I think I've only got one physical, like, it's, like, the ones, what I've got is weird. Yeah. When you can always, like, donate the other ones if you ended up getting, like, this box set or something. Yeah. And it's, it's beginning of the year. It's time to purge closets, purge everything. You have no idea how much I want to purge books. Like, I want to choose, like, just 40 books off my shelf. Because 40 books could easily get rid of so many things. Like, books just, I have no desire to read like there's no 
Like, there's nothing... I have no desire right now to read them. I... I did that when we moved into our house, and I got rid of books where I was like, I hated this book. Oh, yeah, do that too, yeah. I have no intention of ever reading this book. Mm-hmm. Because I... Back like when I first moved to Texas, I got it in my head I was gonna do the 100 books you should read before you die BBC uh, yeah. thing, and so I went, and a lot of them were classics. So I went to half price books, and I was able to get some of them for like 80 oh, cents. Yeah, easy. So I just grabbed a bunch of them, and then the more I looked at it, I was like, I'm not gonna read this. Yeah, life's yeah. too short. No, it's it's when people are like, I just need to read one classic a month. I'm like, does reading a classic make you? a better person if you didn't like the book like what was the purpose of reading that book just to say that you read it like yeah. like there's like there are some classics I want to read but I don't need to read like the top 30 under 30 before you or whatever before you die or anything like that like why can't I just enjoy books that I want to read <laughs> like why can't I enjoy my books and then, because then, like, I feel like when you're reading those, it, it becomes, like, this assignment of, like, where you're just doing it to do it, and you're not enjoying the book either. Yeah. That's, like, that's, like, that was me with, um, was it Madame Bovary mm. was on there, and I was like, I, <laughs> I have never, like, that's not true. I hate this main character <laughs> so much. So much. I hate her. And I forced myself to finish that book. It's like Lolita. I was about to say. I had to force myself to finish this book. I was just thinking Lolita for you. I was like, you literally had to force your hand. (sighs) And I think the same thing, like, obviously we had to finish it because it was, our podcast is like based off of this, but like, Great Expectations and A Tale of Two Cities. I actually enjoyed A Tale of Two Cities. But Great Expectations was one of those books that like, if we weren't doing it for the podcast, (laughs) I would not be picking it up to read. <laughs> or, I would, I think that's, or I would have that's, DNF'd it. No, that's the thing with... Um, I mean, I'm, I can't believe that was last year already, and it was like October. Um, so it's been a couple of months. But Demon Copperhead was so good. Uh-huh. So good in retelling of David Copperfield, but I don't think I would like David Copperfield. Oh, yeah. But Demon Copperhead was so good. Yeah, and it's again, it's that whole like... They made it modernized, like, they made it where it's not a classic anymore. You can just enjoy it. And maybe that's what we need to do with some of these classics, like... You don't feel like you have to read it to be a reader. Yeah. If that makes sense. It's almost just, like, a pretentious thing. Like, I'm not saying... Again, classics, read what you want. Like, if you want to read the classics, that's fine. But, like, sometimes I feel like it's a pretentious thing to be like, oh, I'm reading this right now. What are you reading? And you're like a murder mystery like what or like right now the big like smut romance novels are really popular like somebody reading a classic is gonna judge you and be like that's what you're reading <laughs> like how many brain cells did you lose you're like what yeah and like we've said it too before where it's like you know at least you're reading right. that's what i say i'm not super into the smutty things yes yeah. not for me uh but it gets but, you know but like Think about how big, like, book talk and bookstagram and booktube, like, how big those things are because people are getting back into reading. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that's what I love. Do you, oh, I have two Instagram accounts to, um, to recommend. For? Reading, reading based. Okay, I'm going to go to our Instagram I might have already followed them. Okay. Okay, so the first one is Oliver Speaks One. That's the name. And he um, had a rough childhood, rough upbringing, and he got out of jail or prison. And he said, I'm going to teach myself how to read and I'm going to read 100 books (sighs) in a year. And he did it. And his last book of the year was Holes. And everyone's like, You could not have picked a better book. (laughs) For real. (laughs) But he's. Um, okay, I'll fo- yeah, we're not following him, so I'll follow him. His um, his thing is great. Okay. And it's just kind of, you know, he, he made a post where he was like, oh, I'm doing this because I don't, I don't want anyone to end up like me. And he was referring more towards like, like he kind of let himself go down like a bad pathway mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But then everybody in the comments was so nice where they were like, you have shown that you are able to change your circumstances 
and work towards a goal. Like I was getting teary eyed reading oh, these comments. No, no. <laughs> um, he's great. And then there's another one. Uh, his name's Michael. He's a librarian, and he's all about like promoting the library. He's great. And what is? And his his username it's uh, Michael three T S, but it's M Y C H A L three T S. Spell spell the first one again. M Y M Y C H A L A L. I put E L. Three T S. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> There's this girl. I don't think we follow her either, but she pops up on my like explore page a lot, and she like um, documents her reading, like what she's reading at the moment, and like gives her like at the moment, like like when she was reading a little life, she was on here recording herself like bawling her eyes out, right? Mm-hmm. And right now. <laughs> She's reading Harry, the Harry Potter series, and she's on Prisoner of Azkaban. Oh no! <laughs> and she's like, she's like, I can't believe Sirius Black. He was their friend, and he's doing this to them. And everybody's like, keep it to yourselves, guys. Let her finish this book. Like, and it's so funny because she has no idea what's happening. She is literally these are her honest like reactions to these things, and it's so funny because like. Everybody had those same reactions when reading Prisoner of Az- Azkaban, like, especially with Sirius Black, of, like, he portrayed them, he was the godfather of Harry, like, all these things, and this is where she's at in the book right now, and I'm like, oh, wait till she gets it to the end, because I think that the third book is my favorite book, and I think it's... it's my favorite book and favorite movie. And I think it's because I realized the brilliance of, like where this story was going the twist like you're just like what how what what just happened and i think that was like the first time like because the first two books are like you're a wizard harry and like whatever your love will save you harry yeah like we're but then the third book is like she's like we're about to get dark we're about to have some changes i'm introducing you into dementors like this is where we're gonna get going and hang on for the ride and so because i think when the girl when she was reading the second book she was like it's a little slow and i'm like girl you got to get past these first two books you gotta get i tried (laughs) i tried to reread a couple of years ago and i was like man this first book feels so childish so childish maybe i'll we um jay has already said he would like to be the ones to like read or reread harry potter with Mm -hmm. The youngins, and so maybe I'll just pop in during that. Yeah, and, yeah, do it as well. I mean, I made my mom read them as like she was an adult, and I was like, "You need to read the Harry Potter series. Like, it's literally life changing." My dad series. was the one who got me into it because he had a huge commute, and so he was listening to them on audio. Oh, and the audio books are mm-hmm. insane. But yeah, so her reactions. I'll have to. Hopefully, she comes back up on my explore page, and I can send you her like send it to you but like it's just funny to see her man she's she's not gonna handle hedwig's death very well i did not she's not gonna handle quite a few deaths (laughs) there's quite a few that she's just gonna it's gonna break her heart (laughs) so but yeah just to see her anger towards serious black right now and i'm like oh little 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 child (laughs) you don't know (laughs) but yeah i just thought that was super funny but yeah um okay oh i do want to clarify something oh for sure a couple of weeks ago maybe it was no not last week maybe the week before i was talking about like our school district banning books from the library yeah and it seems like a court of thorns and roses Mm -hmm. yeah i think that one keeps getting banned for sexual content and we were kind of talking about you know like what exactly is it and i've and I've seen this, so I, I did a deep dive. Mm-hmm. Not deep dive, it was pretty shallow. But <laughs> a deep dive would be reading the book, and I don't want to do that. No, don't um, do that. So I have seen, and it's from a lot of people online who are normally very anti-book ban. And I'm not saying that they're pro for this one, but they're talking about how there's actually some like dangerous border, like consent issues in the book. that are celebrated as being positive when in reality they're not great 
And so they're saying like, that's a book that needs to be watched. Like who's reading it? And again, it all goes back to like, you should be willing to have a discussion with your child. But they're saying like, there's some uh, like borderline things where it's like, ooh, the character is acting like this is okay. But in reality, this would not really fly. Or like you would want, you know, like, um, so I think- Sorry. Like concerns from that and are very, very valid. Oh, for sure. And again, there's a lot of like, I don't know if they're considered romance books, but that have that same like, like where the villain gets the girl or like, or like they've been kidnapped. Yes. And And like where people are like praising that. And again, read what you want. But like you said, like if a kid or a high schooler is going to read this, like teach them what is actual like consent and stuff. Yes. There just needs to be like, I think a broader conversation around consent in general. Yes. Um, but they're saying like that's that's where it kind of gets nitpicky in that book where it's yeah, like not just like and I read there was an article that I read where the, the the author the woman specifically calls out certain parts and as I was reading it I was like yeah that is uh-huh. ooh a different a different tone mm-hmm. like a different circumstance around that scene yeah would be completely sinister yeah and like take a different complete me- like different meaning to it yeah not just like it's sex sexually explicit like there's more to it yeah yeah okay well i'm glad you like went down a dive into that to kind of get some clarification because yeah um yeah and i think those are the type of books again once you're an adult like read what you want but like you said like if you're gonna allow somebody to read this then the discussion still needs to be had then yeah, I think still in high school, especially if you're high school into college, uh, where, uh, like, I think Missoula by John Krakauer was a good example of this, where it's like, uh, not like lines being blurred, but mm-hmm. not having that strong foundation of like, what is and is not consent, like, what does this mean? Mm-hmm. Um like when you have a book like that and that's not you don't have that broader discussion and you're reading that mm-hmm. younger thinking that's okay and then god forbid you come across that situation in your life yeah. and it can it can mess with you to where you think like and it's just like the thing where it's like porn isn't real yeah like porn's not real <laughs> but <laughs> and uh and so it's just i think well, yeah, I feel like we got really off topic with that. But. No, but I agree. Like, in the same sense of, like, um, or, like, hearing the stories of, like, where somebody did tell, like, hey, this happened to me, and they're not believed because they had alcohol in their system or by what they're wearing, it makes other people feel like, if it happened to me, it was my fault kind of thing. Yeah. And so I, I do think that's why that conversation needs to be had. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad you brought that up. Yes. I was like, what are we clarifying? Because <laughs> I know we were also, like, high school, senior high, like, trying to figure out, like, what the codes meant. And I, I mean, like, yeah, like, it was... I was like, what are you about to clarify? <laughs> um, okay. Um, oh, do we have more one-liners? Oh, yeah, so the rest were um, books, I think, neither of us have read i think i added ah ah sorry i got tangled <laughs> that sounded great <laughs> ah. oh, time. um okay so the first one is i was sitting in a taxi wondering if i had overdressed for the evening when i looked out the window and saw mom rooting through a dumpster oh. this is jeanette walls the glass castle and it's a oh. memoir um that discusses her father's struggle with alcoholism um and then uh her her mom kind of having some issues as well so i want to say it was brie larson was in the movie i was to say like the cover of this book looks really familiar and it has a 4.31 with over 1 million ratings no i've that's another one that i've heard 
great things for. Actually, it was on my my short list for you because it's a memoir. So. Oh, okay. I'm gonna mark it as one to read just so I don't forget it. Okay. Okay. Um, and then this one is Dr. Weiss at 40 knew that her life had been ruined by literature. <laughs> and it's called The Debut by Anita Bruckner. Um, so a lot of these, it's um, just the this woman growing up has always used books to kind of escape her tumultuous life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so she's never really had to um, like learn how to connect with people. Okay. So. This is one that I maybe I added to my want to read list. Um, but it's called Teenage Boys Had Begun to Disappear. <laughs> and that cool. is The Storm We Made by Vanessa Chan. Uh, and it's set in 1945, and Japanese forces are uh, invading. Um, uh, Malaya, I think Malaya, um, and the main character, she's kind of like hiding from her family the fact that she used to be a spy <laughs> and was kind of partly responsible for the Japanese occupation. Yeah. So. This literally just came out on January second. Okay. So that is. It's fresh. Very, yeah. I like that. Okay. And then the final, final, final. The final. The final. The final one is Aflera's Antonio Sonoro was born with gold in his eyes. And that's called The Bullet Swallower by Elizabeth Gonzalez James. It's set in 1895. Um, and the character just mentioned is from Mexico and he sets off to Texas for. Um, it says uh, attempted train robbery goes wrong and leads him on a quest for revenge and then it jumps 70 years in the future you know you dual timeline mm-hmm. um, where his grandson is you know starting to look back into things and this one is not even out yet it comes out on January 23rd Oh, so two very new books the, the first review, it's five stars, but her comment is, I mean, dot, 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 I thought it was okay. So I don't know if she's being sarcastic because she gave it five stars. Like, I guess it was okay. Or she's being serious and doesn't know what five stars means. <laughs> so. Interesting. Cool. I love that. Yeah, it's fun. I have another list, but we can save it for next time. Yeah. Um... I'm just hoping I'm reading Sharp Objects right now by Gillian Flynn. That was my December pick of last year and I hadn't gotten to it yet. And then because the housemate secret was taken away from me, I'm reading <laughs> I'm reading my January Kindle pick, which is the seven and a half deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle. Hi. Which I'm only like fifty ish, maybe forty ish pages in, but I'm like already really liking it like it's already like it jumps in very quickly like into everything so we'll see how it goes because it seems like I was like looking at reviews and like people either like really really enjoyed it or just were like this was not the book for me so I've I've heard from a few people that's really good yeah I heard there's like a really good like plot twist obviously there's gonna be like dual POVs because like the day keeps, like, repeating, but he's waking up in a new, like, person's body, and they're trying to figure out, they have, like, eight days to determine who murdered, um, Evelyn Hardcastle. So. Uh, so I had read this book when it, it came out right around the same time as The Seven Husbands of mm-hmm. Evelyn, Evelyn Hugo, mm-hmm. and so they basically were like, we can't have two books that are the seven hmm, of Evelyn hmm. Yeah. So that's why he changed his to the seven and a half deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle. Yeah, because I think his came out a little bit after mm-hmm. hers, so I think that's why he had to change his. He also has written The Devil in the Dark Water, which I heard is really good. So. Um, but yeah, so we'll see. But yeah, this one... <laughs> 
This one came out in 2018. Yeah, and I think the Evelyn Hugo came out just a little bit before that. But yeah, they are very similar, and it's very... <laughs> <laughs> it and is some of them getting confusing. confused by yes. the two of them for a while where I was like what yeah like which one am I like which one is which yeah so it's just interesting how like two separate storylines because these are very different stories two different authors a female and a male author come up with very similar like names titles like Evelyn Hugo Evelyn Hardcastle seven seven like just very interesting to have like that same mindset but yeah so those are my two books that I'm reading at the moment nice like I said I'm still working my way I meant to to read more last night it's like a nice we got some snow actually (gasps) I was surprised I woke up well we have a we have a wind chill of like negative three right now so it's cold and poor oliver keeps going get up this morning he goes good morning mama look there's snow can we go outside and build a tiny little snowman with a hat and i was like we're not going outside man oh, oh yeah windshield of zero so it's like it's you know it's like michigan cold right now yeah i mean i think i think um my alexa told me is 28 degrees today yeah we have a high of 27 but it's um, only 14 right now but like the chiefs game on saturday negative 13 it said it felt like negative 24 no thank you like the way like every time a player would breathe and you would just see like there's the smoke coming like i was just like there's no, no wonder way. miami couldn't survive no they this died is, as soon as they stepped off just, the plane. There's no way. That's why I'm worried about this Bills game today because it is a. It felt like it's worse. <laughs> I mean, theirs is mainly all snow, and I don't know what the temperature yeah. is, but I feel like it's still snowing. I don't know that they can be ready by. Like, it's 1230 New York time. They have three hours to clear that stadium. And driving conditions, like people getting to the stadium. Well, that's why they moved it because they they put a like a travel ban essentially. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, it. Those are that's crazy. When it said negative twenty four, like it felt like that. I was like, that shouldn't even be a a number to feel like. Like we shouldn't we shouldn't know no. No. Nope. Absolutely not. But yeah. Okay. Anything else? <sighs> no. Okay. I mean, I have another list, but I'm going to save it for next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Save it for next week. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, Instagram is reading with celebs. Please go give us a like, follow, subscribe, review, all of those fun things, and we will see you next week. Happy reading. Bye, guys. Bye.